Hey everyone and happy new year. It is 2021. Um, a new year and with that comes new uh, renewed expectations and goals and one of the things I wanted to talk about is um, what I hope 2021 will bring for the Black Lives Matters movement. So uh, let's talk about it. So 2020 was uh, an unprecedented year. Um, I think <laughs> everyone has said that. Um, we've obviously been going through um, a global pandemic. There has been um, you know, so many lives lost to the coronavirus. And, you know, it's just been a very difficult uh, year. People have been struggling economically, um, as well as, you know, having the health issues. And one of the things that um, the COVID-19 has really done is really brought into sharp relief this, um, the divide of systemic racism and the issues um, just basically how it's touched um, black lives and you know people of colors lives uh, from the minute they're born um, you know they don't have access to easy access to health care and when they do get health care you know they are being treated differently um, as well and it, it you know it affects the outcomes of these kinds of issues we've seen it all over the news um, of you know people of color dying um, you know people having to record um, just how racist their caregivers are being towards them and it's devastating and um, of course trying to find the silver lining to all of this is just you know hoping that with these issues being brought to light to people that, you know, didn't know that it existed before, you know, we can hope for some real change. And I think, um, you know, it, 2020 and 2021 coming in, it's been such a different year, you know, everyone, I feel like there hasn't been this um, move for, you know, um, you know, New Year's resolutions typically are around things about, you know, oh, well, I'm gonna, you know, get into better shape and all that kind of stuff. You haven't seen any of that. You know, I don't think anybody's uh, mind is there right now. Uh, I think everyone's sort of thinking about, you know, just getting uh, this um, pandemic under control. Uh, people are, are just not paying attention to science and facts. I don't know. Um, well, I do know uh, where that shift is coming from. Um, you know, we owe a lot in our lives to science uh, and um, innovative thought, and it is very real. And, you know, you know, I'm not saying that doctors are perfect. They are human beings, and with that comes human error. But, um, you know, there are things that we have in our lives. Soap, soap is science, and <laughs> it's 
dramatically changed, you know, human life. And it's very real and uh, you need to do it. So wear a mask. Um, it'll, it helps save, saves lives. Our hospitals are at capacity. The healthcare workers are working to try and, you know, save people's lives. And the, the least, the li- literally the least you can do to help is, you know, wear a mask when you go out. Um, and stay home as much as possible as you can. Um, it's tough. No one's not saying that it's not hard to be separated, isolated from your support, family, friends. Um, but it's it's a, something that we can do to help. So um, that was a tangent. But uh, so when I was thinking about uh, 2021 and this new year coming in, um, I thought of. Um, obviously I was reflecting on 2020 and obviously that a huge part of that is the COVID-19 pandemic and I thought about the wonderful wonderful Black Lives Matters movement just you know gaining such huge momentum in 2020 and just the change um, that it's brought about that it's opened so many people's eyes and a huge part of that is this idea of defunding the police and a lot of people don't understand what that means um people get very um confused defend like uh defensive about you know how um we need the police in our society and you know they're doing this you know service for everybody and uh, one of the things I hope people can understand is what it means when we say to defund the police. So the creation of uh, the police has been about policing black lives. Um, the treatment of black people and white people by the police are radically different. Um, And that's just a a fact. That's, you know, the police departments that are keeping records on these kinds of interactions will, you'll quickly find that um, it is, policing is incredibly racially based. Um, (laughs) Those that aren't keeping the records are basically operating um, blindly and they are um, it's something that happens in Canada I think um, <laughs> I, I think I've mentioned it before in the podcast you know there's this great place um, in Ontario uh, this great police force you know they you know did their numbers just on like you know routine checks and they were sort of checking for these kinds of racial um, cues and they found out that you know at a greater proportion um, you know indigenous and black people um, were being stopped and ticketed way more than white people and this was um, notable because the town was predominantly white so they were like you know what is going on and then you know they were like well you know <laughs> the poor poor chief of the police force was like you know what we're going to get some racial sensitivity training we need to do better and the headline was that you know <laughs> that this city's police force was racist and you know when you actually read the article it was about like how they are going to do all this great anti-racism work um but you know if you just stopped at the article it was basically just like saying you know don't go to the city 
And I was like, oh no, this poor person. They're probably like, why did you put that article, the title on it? <laughs> We're trying to do better. Um, and it was actually a lesson for you know other police forces to make these um, changes. And I felt that that was very important. And I think that when you look at the history, so once, you know, going back in history, once, you know, slavery ended and, you know, black people were going to be integrated into um, society as persons, as people, you know, that made a lot of white people uneasy. And so this idea of having to make sure to keep a check on them and watch them uh, to make sure that, you know, because we're naturally going to be more, you know, different than white people we're not going to be law-abiding we're going to be criminals you know that's why you know we didn't deserve freedom we needed to be enslaved just because we're less than you know human less than white we're not equals you know so once the laws changed didn't mean that people were like oh yeah let's you know everyone's equal and change people felt uneasy and so you know this idea of having to be watched extra and policed extra the police um and that's just carried on you know, for hundreds and hundreds of years, this idea that, you know, there's always going to be um, a, a need to extra, you know, police black communities. You know, the police have a heavier police presence in black communities, and our treatment by police is just unfair. It was developed to be unfair, and, you know, that's um, continued on um, as well. So we're not saying that, you know, we have to be a lawless society and, you know, that, um, you know, nobody can ever commit crimes and, you know, just have to let everything be. The idea behind defunding the police is that there is um, other organizations we have to look critically at what the police are doing. We have to run this data, the stats, and hold them accountable for the decisions and the actions that they're making, um, which currently is resulting in the a higher percentage of the arresting and killing of black people. And that's not okay. And so that's what we're saying when we say defund the police is that this institution isn't working. It's not working anymore. It was created based in racism and it's continuing to operate in racism. And um, one of the frustrating things is that in Canada, we feel that that's not the case. And it really, really is. Um, one of the frustrating things about being Canadian is that we often compare ourselves to Americans in every aspect of um, our lives culturally and stuff but especially in racism it's incredibly frustrating because um, we seem to think that as long as we're better than Americans then we're perfect and I'm here to tell you Canada that we are not um, our police force is also very racist um, and uh, there are um, black lives that have been lost uh, in the care of the of um, the Canadian police force. So my hope for 2021 is that um, that well first and foremost that we get the uh, 
coronavirus pandemic under control. You know, the vaccine is coming out, uh, which, you know, I hope is safe and, um, you know, helps, you know, control um, the coronavirus. And um, I also hope that the lessons that um, we learned from this don't go away. I hope that, you know, um, the Black Lives Matter movement um, continues to go strong and that we gain more allies and that we can understand um, people, more people's hearts are changed and minds are changed, that systemic racism is very real. And, um, you know, the um, Jane Elliott uh, has this wonderful, you know, anti-racism exercise that she did so many years ago, um, when she's, you know, I think she's lecturing in, um, a university and she just basically is like, you know, oh, um, raise your hand if you want to be treated like black people in our society. And of course, nobody raises their hands and, you know, it's, you know, um, and so she basically says, so you know, there's a problem, you know, you don't want it for yourself, but you're okay to you know let it happen and it's so powerful because um because it's so eloquent and so simply put that you know the very thing that people deny is happening they are very well aware that it is happening and they know they don't want it for themselves. And, um, you know, she calls them out. And I think, um, I love that. And I, I also like that, um, you know, I, I'm hoping that this movement that 2021 brings more of that for um, white people to realize their privilege um, what it means when we say white privilege, it doesn't mean that, you know, your life is perfect, that nothing has been hard. It just means that your skin color um, hasn't made it harder for you to get the goals and achieve what you want in life. That's what we're saying when we say white privilege. And I want people to understand that more. I want people to fight against that more. I want people to everybody to be working towards anti-racism. I want that to be steeped in our education system. I want people to, you know, move past, you know, um, you know, oh, slavery was abolished and therefore, you know, everything's fine now. I want there to be, you know, taught in schools this history of systemic racism, you know, the lasting effects of that. Uh, I want people to learn about white privilege. I want you know, our history, real history to be taught, um, you know, civil rights being explained and taught. I want policies to change. I want, you know, um, I want there to be a focus on anti-racism in every fabric of our society so that, um, so that um, equality isn't you know, we're working towards equality. It's not just some, you know, dream. It's becomes a reality. It's, and people understand that it takes work and that we're not there. And, um, you know, that is essentially where I'm I'm so hopeful um, that we're on that path. And I just, you know, I, as I 
I know that we're moving into a new year and a new focus and everyone, you know, hoping for people to get healthy and let's getting back to healthy. But I think, and I'm hoping that that also includes um, equality and treatment for equality for everybody and that people understand that black people um, deserve better and we're we deserve to be treated better um, in our society and um, that that work needs to continue so happy new year everyone and uh, here's hoping for a bright and healthy 2021 I'll talk to you next time